regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features. We're in a drill, smashing our way into the centre of the earth to find the core within, to pipe comedy into it and make sure that it's funny at volcanoes. Hello, I'm Joe Scrabbles. I haven't got a feature this week, and as such, I've been tasked with leading the drill into the centre of the earth, as I said a minute ago, with two of my best friends, and both of them will smash features right into the magma. First up, Steve. Steve, what are you going to provide to the earth? Hi, I am the navigator on the drill. I have mm. got a little map pointing to a, pointing its way towards the core of the earth where we are going just to flesh out that lovely little universe that you built, Joe. And yeah. into that core, I plan on injecting a little feature about a bongo-playing dentist. That honking you can hear outside, yeah, <laughs> that's him. It's the bongos. I gotta go. He's here. He's come to pick me He's up. got some weird bongos, man. <laughs> like, that's not on. Uh, Log, cover up the honks from the other side of the earth. <laughs> that's the last thing I do to honks. I will not cover them. I celebrate honks <laughs> here from my position at the top of the drill at the mantle of the earth. The gunner. I, yeah, I, will, I, I saw it go through the mantle. I... Crust and mantle, they're the two bits I remember from that thing and I, I saw at school. And I will be bringing... That's how you got this job. I will, be, <laughs> I, will, I will be pumping my good friend Ellen DeGeneres into the earth that she may explode upwards to your pleasure and delight. Endless pleasure and delight. People don't realise the, the lengths we go to to keep the core of the earth funny. Mm. that's it every time a big volcano goes off in Iceland or Fiji they don't realise that what we've done is primed it full of lols because if it wasn't we'd have a Pompeii on our hands Mm. if back in the Pompeii days no one was available to drill their way into the middle of the earth and say what's the difference between come on a horse and a maid of honour. Couple of, a couple of hooves. <laughs> Francis Ford, couple of hooves. <laughs> Francis Ford, couple of hooves. And if they had, Pompeii would have been fine and we wouldn't have had all those bloody statues of men everywhere with their dicks out. Yeah. So, and none of those statues are laughing, let me tell you. They aren't. They're all you. going like this. <laughs> Very good face, upset face, (laughs) the perfect face. I I wish everyone could see that. Anyway, and if you if you want to hear more of that face, listen to the rest of this podcast where I'll make exactly that sound to everything else said to me. We think you'll roll on the floor laughing, but watch out, floor is lava. (gasps) Funny lava volcano callback. Well done, me. Good night. Regular feature, you like a regular feature too. Regular, regular feature too. Guys, what? Huh? Hello, it's me, Steve, your old pal. Oh, I have just been to see my bongo playing dentist for the last ever time. I was getting clear braces to correct some minor 
misalignment of my teeth. Just a final tweak. Just a little bit of tweak, just zhuzh them up a bit. Just juggle them around your mouth a bit. One, one last throw of the dice. <laughs> Give him some chutzpah. At the end of it, he offered me teeth whitening and composite bonding. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but it's not standard to offer that through the sonic waves created by hand-played drums. Wow, do you think you can bang a bongo fast enough to simulate the frequency of a human voice saying words? <laughs> he can make <laughs> just, a dead wasp hover on the top of his bongo drum. just so it's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and if you put your teeth close enough to them... They just shine like a baby's bottom. <laughs> and that'll teach you for trying to eat his wasp. <laughs> well, as well as being an NHS dentist, he's also a private dentist, which I think is true of all dentists. There's no such thing as a purely pr- NHS dentist, is there? They're just private dentists Maybe that only the NHS like... pays to take their patients. Yeah, there's all, they've all got a little yeah. side hustle, whether it's private patients or bongos. <laughs> well... His price. Hey, Mama, you want three extra teeth? <laughs> Let's see what's in the bongos. <laughs> His prices were a little bit out of my lifestyle range, <laughs> which I mean, they were fucking very expensive. And, you know, Reese has just gone to Poland to get his teeth fixed, having, having broken them, actually smashed them. Mm. Um, and I've seen the prices they're charging in Poland. Uh, they're, it's it's really cheap to get your teeth done in Poland. And as a bonus, you get to go to Krakow, which is actually a very beautiful town in Poland, mm-hmm. right next to Auschwitz, if you want to have a very sad day. <laughs> so I did That's declined. up to you. If you go there, your sadness <laughs> is on you. That's on you. Yeah. There's no big signs leading to it at the airport. It's not like Disneyland or anything. <laughs> like people on the street just beckoning you. What, they're keeping it secret? No, you just have to go there on your own terms. <laughs> what does that mean? Like on a horse? <laughs> <laughs> on your own terms, not your on your horse's hoofs. <laughs> oh, I always get confused about those two things. <laughs> this is all to say that um, I declined his whitening which also coincided with me losing my job so i was honest with him and i said bongo plane dentist i've actually just lost my job um i might just put the uh the whitening so i'm just gonna put it on hold for now and i might come back to it later unless you want to chuck it in based on our fucking our friendship, friendship our, our bond that we've that we've built over the over the last year <laughs> one sec sorry yes what okay well i'm in the middle of the podcast I'm sorry about that. Is it a uh, margarita? Anna, Anna won't tell me what it is. She just said it's called Bank Holiday Freedom. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It might be poison. <laughs> well, freedom for her. It might, yeah, it might free her from me. It's very kind. I'm, re- I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, and That's neither did Anna. But, you know, when, you, when you've got a cocktail to deliver, mm. you've got to deliver it. Well, I love so. that she seemed to leave it on the doorstep outside and then run away. Occasionally I will come out of the door and just go, there's a there's a haggis sandwich here. Uh, <laughs> that has actually op- happened. <laughs> I noticed the door opens outwards as well, though. So if you had opened the door and knocked that cocktail over, that would have been just infuriating for everyone. It would have been incredibly annoying, yes. Uh, but anyway, I'm The last thing so you want is a sorry. daiquiri on your, I can't think of a posh word for fucking carpet. If I was Victoria Wood, I've had a funny word for carpet there. And the last thing you want is a, a daiquiri on your shag. Yeah, there daiquiri you on your shag. That's, that's the one. 
Anyway, I've got this tooth whitening kit. I've been using it. You bite down this little gum shield, and it's got these ultraviolet blue LEDs that you that blast your teeth, and you wear it like a mouth shield for about five minutes, and it whitens your teeth. I started doing this three days before my last appointment with my bongo playing dentist. Oh, no. Not thinking that he's bloody going to see, isn't he? He's going to see that I've been whitening my teeth, and he's going to go like, oh. Where'd you get thought your, you said you couldn't really you said afford you didn't that. want the teeth whitening. I was worried about seeing him stressed about what I might say. And when I got there, he played the ultimate power move. <laughs> Sorry. I got ahead of the story and I said, oh, bongo playing dentist, I should admit to you now, I've actually been, I've got some, I did start doing some te- teeth whitening. I just got a little sample. I've just been like using it for a bit and, so, yeah, just before you say anything, yeah, I got a bit of teeth whitening. And he said, oh, have you? Let's a look. Uh, no, I don't see it. Oh, <laughs> I'm glad you're not going to bongo playing dentist anymore. He sounds like a bad influence. Your teeth look dazzling on this Zoom call. Yeah. But, it, yeah, so I, I, I kind of felt like he was he was a bit hurt by the fact that I went elsewhere for my teeth whitening. And it sort of... The week before, I think he might have overheard me dissing the bongos. Uh-oh. I was uh, I was outside in his waiting area, and so I was just like, just I was writing some funny tweets about bongos. And when he came out, I don't know how long he'd been standing there, but I think he saw my phone, and I've been taking to piss out bongos and stuff. You were like, ah, oh, djembe drums are cooler, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he seemed really. Yeah, he's just in a strange mood that day after he saw the the bongo thing. And then the next time I went back to him, uh, it wasn't him. What? I had a new dentist. In I walk to what should be my bongo playing dentist's surgery, and there's this absolute stranger standing there, this strange debonair-looking uh, fashionable lady of, of high tastes, I would imagine. And um, I thought, well, I better start recording this. So um, here's here's what happened. Hello, Steve. My name is Dubious Miranda, your temporary dentist. Now, I know what you may be thinking. Where's your buddy, your pal, the bongo-playing boy with the big flashy smile? And who exactly is this sad old Mrs. Miranda who just strolled in here like piss wouldn't drip? Sure, I might not have the toned fingers and tight ass of a bongo-playing man, but what I have got is 100 times better and more interesting than that. (laughs) But first, let me tell you a little bit about myself to put you at ease. Sit down on the crazy fucking dentist chair, Steve. I don't bite. Uh, Yeah, sure, fine, okay. Steve. I am a highly trained toothologist seconded from Beckenham's third most recommended dental clinic on a Yahoo Answers thread. The webpage has gone offline now, but I made a printout and I can show it to the police if I ever have to prove it. I graduated magna cum loudest from Harris Academy Beckenham in prestigious South Beckenham, where I own and operate my very own private surgery called Absolutely Mouth. Without the fascist NHS to ruin our fun, all bets are off at Absolutely Mouth. We did Invisalign on a cockapoodle last summer, and now it looks fucking amazing! On Friday afternoons, we all take our tops off and throw spare 
teeth at each other like hard confetti. It's loads of fun. Way cooler than this place. Yarn, this place is fucking boring. Oh my God. Actually, come to think of it, Steve, you just reminded me. At absolutely mouth, I have one rule and one rule only. There are strictly no bongos allowed. Or marimbas for that matter. What's your problem with bongos? What's my problem with bongos? I'll tell you, you freaky little dickhead. I can't stand the sound of them. It sounds like a cartoon is trying to run away from you, but they're hovering in place two inches above the ground. Bongos are very lame, and the only thing worse are the idiots who play them. Don't you think? Don't you think the bongos are lame, Steve? Uh, Are you you talking about my other dentist? What? Oh, the guy who normally works here. I don't even know who that guy is. Does he play bongos? I didn't even realise. God, wow. Okay, every day's a school day. But but you called him the bongo-playing boy when you came in. Did I? No, no, no. I definitely said marimba-playing boy. The fumes from this bin full of discarded wet wipes must be playing tricks on your mind. Anyway, it's a good job your bongo-playing dentist isn't here right now, right? I bet you can smell the bongo chalk on him from a mile away. Pew you, am I right? Good lord. What's bongo chalk? Oh, it's a very special kind of magnesium carbonate powder that bongo players use to keep their hands dry when playing the bongos. It improves percussion and prevents the oil of your skin from damaging the bongo skin over time. Uh, So I've heard anyway. I think a bongo player said that once while I was shooing him out of my clinic. Absolutely mouth. Yes, Absolutely mouth. Well remembered, Steve. Absolutely mouth. Twice a year, we trap a random homeless person and forcibly give them veneers, like Rylan from the television. It's kind of like a charity thing. We're very, very generous at absolutely mouth. We like to give back to the community. Not like here. This clinic makes me want to vomit into your mouth and suck it right back out again with my little dentist, Hoover. It's meant for saliva, but I've seen it handle some pretty big chunks in my time. And now that I found out that the guy who normally works here plays the bongos, oh, God in heaven, I actually want to die. I could die right here, and the deputy dentist will come in, and he'll find you here with my dead body. And how would you even begin to explain that? I mean, what is this? An episode of Line of Duty? And don't you find bongos embarrassing? Oh my god, how can you bear to have his hands inside your mouth, Steve? Well, I actually quite like bongos. You do? Yeah, I I like how they sound, and I like my bongo-playing dentist. I think he's professional and kind, and I think his hobby is very interesting. Is, Is that right? And he doesn't stink of bongos? No, doesn't smell like bongos or bongo chalk. And he's not lame? No, he's not lame. He's not lame one bit. Excuse me one moment. I just have to go into the other room. Then, at that point, she she ran out of the room, and I could hear the sound of what... 
I guess it sounded like a latex mask being torn off. And then immediately following that, who should come back into the room? But my bonga playing dentist. <clears throat> oh, hello, Steve. Oh, hello, my usual dentist. You're back. Where has dubious Miranda gone? Oh, her. Uh, <laughs> she's gone back to her old dental clinic in Beckenham. I don't think we'll be seeing her again for a long time. Maybe, maybe not even forever. Oh, that's a shame. But you know what? I didn't like her style. Well, it would be unprofessional of me to comment. Say, Steve, do you mind if I play some music while I work on your teeth today? By all means, bongo playing dentist. You go right ahead. So it turns out my dentist had pulled some sort of Mrs. Doubtfire ruse. When you're hurt, drives you to do some pretty wacky things. I reckon, I reckon him playing a bongo in the first place is just him trying to get some kooky swipe rights on the Tinders and that. I bet all of his pictures on his dating profiles are him with bongos. I think... His dating profile pictures will just be a bongo. Because, like, if you can't love me at my bongo... You don't deserve me at my dentist. (laughs) (laughs) There was a point in that thing where you said, then he played the ultimate card, like, by saying, your teeth don't look that white. Mm. And I thought you were going to say he played the ultimate bongo. And I thought that's his fucking last move. <laughs> his, he just his limit opens break. a door. <laughs> when he's sufficiently angry. <laughs> yeah, he, he just whips out a dog and fires it at a bongo. <laughs> all, all the walls of the dental surgery fall away to reveal an, an enormous version of himself playing bongos. I'm lifted into the air and I... I'm placed upon one of the bongos, and then I get slapped for nine, 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 nine damage. I like the uh, limit break, the um, summons, and the limit breaks. When you sit through that, and it does like fucking seven hundred damage, you think, why did I bother? Yeah. Right, here we go. Hi, I'm Ellen DeGeneres. I'm your chatty, funny-faced Hollywood pal with a mean streak. And the thing that everyone says about me, I'm sure you've heard, is that when it comes to vowels in your name, I've got a lot of E's and nothing else. There's no other gal in Hollywood that can say that, apart from Renee Zellweger. But the next time we're on a yacht together, she'll get what's coming to her. Am I doing the same voice as your <laughs> fucking it dentist? sounds like dubious Miranda again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Honestly, I'm, spe- I'm spellbound by the vowel work. 
I think that's genuinely brilliant. I've never heard yeah, anyone s- make the <laughs> make the lots of ease observation about Ellen before. <laughs> oh, Ellen, yeah, Ellen DeGeneres, nothing but ease. And Rene Zellweger. How have you found two people oh, yeah. with just Do you know ease? what... Have a fucking guess what Ellen DeGeneres' middle name is. Eve. <laughs> it is just 17 E's. No, it's actually Lee. She sounds My like a name. L-E-E. No way. That's Her mum's onto summer. I'm more interested that your middle name's Lee. Yeah, Jonathan Lee Blythe. It's a very fucking hard word to anagramise effectively. There's a J, a B, and fuck all in the way of vowels. My name's a twat to anagram. Because Lee Blythe sounds like a fucking legend. Lee Imagine Blythe sounds Lee like Blythe. a sounds like a clan member. <laughs> he does. That's what I mean. A legend. <laughs> I don't mean that. Fuck Leave sake. me alone. Don't get in touch. Yeah, I'm sorry about this feature. I did, when I I wrote this feature, I didn't realise that Steve would cast me as the lead character in his feature, doing a a woman's voice that was so very similar to the voice that I'd been practising. For Ellen DeGeneres. Good job. It's such when, a when you good say that, voice. That it's a like, voice. <laughs> I feel like all of us do one woman's voice, and it's this voice. Hi. Hi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Grapes Delicious Bourdain. Yeah. Me again. Grapes Delicious Bourdain. Anyway, I'm Ellen DeGeneres. And I've got a funny story about someone I used to date. I used to date Anne Hesh. My Hollywood alphabetologist said we'd be compatible because her vowels were almost completely E, just like mine. But after a month of blissful lesbian mouth and fanny sex, the A at the beginning of her name really stuck in my craw. What's the matter, Anne? I said. Trying to get first in the dictionary, are we, Anne? I shouted this at her while she was trying to Julianne an aubergine. That's not how dictionaries work, Anne. Dictionaries don't have people in them. (laughs) You're thinking of encyclopedias, Anne. And when I said encyclopedia, the every vowel alarm went off in my house. You see, I can't bear words that have every vowel in them. It's just too much for an extended monovowel like myself. Now see what you made me do, Anne! I sobbed, punching the reset code into the alarm box. And then I left the house, got into my Ellen-mobile, and called my buddies at the FBI. They came around and injected Anne Hesh so full of drugs that she never really regained consciousness. Oh, she's not dead. But let's just say she won't be solving that Rubik's Cube that I place on her chest in the hospital. Now I'm married to Portia de Rossi. Now that girl is an absolute slag for vowels, but she doesn't have the full set, so I gave her a chance. She's ever so romantic. On the night she proposed to me, she said, Ellen DeGeneres, the only vowel I don't have is you. You know me, Ellen DeGeneres. I'm as slow on the uptake as I am to stab a bitch. I didn't realize she was proposing. I assumed she was rubbing her two plump O's in my face. So I hissed at her, slashed at her face with my foot-long fingernails, and I climbed into the Ellen copter. 
She screamed up at me as I started slamming all the levers around in the cockpit. I should tell you, the helicopter isn't a real helicopter. It's just a place I go when I'm angry. Ellen de Janeiro, she said. Persia de Rossi, I, stat, I spat back. Ellen de Janeiro's, <laughs> she countered. And I replied, what? <laughs> you may have eight E's in your name. Portia de Rossi said she'd looked up my, she'd looked up my middle name on Wikipedia. Rude. You may have eight E's in your name, but I'm at ease with you. Will you marry me? I finally caught on. I screamed in delight, jumped out of the Ellen copter, grabbed a handful of Scrabble tiles out of my grabbed a handful of Scrabble tiles out of my pockets and threw them in her face. I'm trying to make this a thing. It's my ber- it's my version of the pretty woman laugh. It's my fondest Ellen DeGeneres desire that one day, screaming and throwing a handful of Scrabble tiles into your lover's face will be as iconic and well-referenced as Julia Roberts getting her fingers snapped at by a necklace box. Speaking of which, funny story. I had her on my show once. I asked her to come on and do that scene from Pretty Woman with me, but with a classic Ellen DeGeneres spicy lesbian twist. We had the Bucciatelli jewelry shop rebuilt meticulously on the set of my humble little show in Burbank. And we had the $1.35 million chump change ruby and diamond necklace in that box. And when we got to that moment in the reenactment, I snapped that specially reinforced metal box really hard on her fingertips and said, You think you're hot shit, Julia Roberts, with every vowel in your name once, like the colours on the back of a Magic the Gathering card? And then, snapping the box shut again and again to emphasise every word, I said, Well, I owe you a broken fucking fist! Julia goddamn Roberts with your perfect name! Then... I got my staff. It's not so it went to Zim Bing Bang there, sorry. And then I got my staff to chant, Fuck off, Julia Roberts, the stupid cunt from Eat, Pray, Love, until she left. <laughs> Could you keep singing that, please, Ellen? Fuck off, Julia Roberts, the stupid cunt from Eat, Pray, Love. Thank you. Until she left. <laughs> The cameras weren't rolling, of course. It wasn't actually for my beloved TV show that's been running for 18 years, the Ellen DeGeneres show. But I had called all my staff in on their day off just because I was pissed off at all the vowels in Julia Roberts' name when I've only got eight E's in mine. And of course, my staff came in like I asked because they know what would happen if they didn't. I am such a grotesque bully. It's so funny to me. I'm going to bully you now, Steve, you big poo. Joe, gonna get face like a ass boy. Ah, horrible. <laughs> I'll, bully, I'll bully you all. Come on, say something, I'll bully you. I don't want to say anything in case you bully me. Yeah, I don't want to bully you. What's that? You say my feature just fizzled out at the end? Not like you fizzle out on your girlfriend's tits. God, Ellen. <laughs> I got, nothing, I got nothing else to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> She's deflating. I can't believe after all these years of Ellen winning bullying arguments, we've destroyed Ellen. We've made Ellen look like an idiot. Oh, that was, did we I'm just sorry. It's just a that sick takedown in, of Ellen. 
we just that article in that that really long form article about my downfall in August 2020 really kind of hurt, <laughs> and it put me off my game. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's honestly, if I was going to bully Ellen, what I'd say is that for I don't know the first quarter of her feature, she sounded exactly like Ace Ventura, and that <laughs> really made me enjoy it. I, I sank into a different voice, I think, towards the end. I don't know what. But the, well, one thing I will say for my features is I never end with the same voice I started with. So that's the guarantee. <laughs> say what you yeah, like about Lug's features. <laughs> You're unpredictable. Yeah. I never come in with a coherent vision of the character I'm about to pretend to do. <laughs> and if you expect that, more fool you. It's episode 440 fucking three. Who do you think I am? <laughs> you stupid. You fucking stupid bastards. Cunt. And I say <laughs> that from Ellen. Of course, it's written down here. Ellen's written it down. Stupid bastard. She said you're a stupid fucking <laughs> bastard. And get off her show. Because she's got eight E's in her name and eight E's in her liver. And she's going nuts. I was made for regular features. You were made for... I do want to say... Wait. I do want to say... Encyclopedia. Yeah, it's got the fancy A-E, doesn't it? The Greek... The one where they're stuck Where's together. Where's the U? Where's the U in Encyclopedia? Yeah, don't think about it too hard. Oh, fucking hell. Nice one. Nice oh, noticed. never mind. I'm not going to... Don't mention it. I wish I hadn't mentioned it. It's in there. It's it's fine. It's got a U. I got so excited by the O that I thought, that's four for four. This can't go wrong. No need to check the rest. <laughs> I, wish I'd, I wish I'd never said it. I'm sorry. There's a U. There's definitely a it's got, U it's somewhere. Got, it's, it's got, and it's also got the Y, which is the honorary vowel. So it's got five mm, vowels yeah. in it. I mean, have you oh, seen yeah, how yeah, many yeah, letters yeah. there are in the word encyclopedia? This fuck. Oh, God, who's going to go through every single letter to check if it's a U? <laughs> Not me. Yeah, I've actually be got like, better things to do. Thank you. It'll be like a cubed symbol. You've just got a U above one of the other <laughs> letters just for fun. <laughs> It'll be fine. Well, from <laughs> E's... I, 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 sorry. Sorry, Carrier. Oh, no, I've just heard what you're about to do. <laughs> well, from E's to B's. No. if you like this week's episode of the Regular Features podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by pledging an amount of your choosing. And in return... We give you a B name. I'm not going to beat around the bush this week because we've got some B names to dole out. Toot sweet, if you don't mind. Sweet like honey. I was going to say sweet like honey. Please give a B name to Ian Harney. Ian Harney? Bebopalula, he's my honey. Yep. <laughs> no, no, it's not good. No, it's You do perfect. one, Joe. Then let Steve sit in judgment. Joe was literally paralysed when he heard the surname Harney. <laughs> His name's so close to Honey. Why is he even bothering to <laughs> Why apply? Why does he want a B-name? He's already got a B-name. <laughs> Ian, don't bother. Take your Patreon pledge away. You've got a B-name. We'll we can we have your B-name and give it to someone else and we'll pay you Patreon money? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll give you a dividend. <laughs> Okay, please give Ian Harney's name to Reese Robertson. Ian Harney. And Ian Harney. Wow. Wow. Ian <laughs> Genuinely attractive. There was something about that. Wow. Yeah. Really? Wow. Me. Your teeth are dazzling white. Wow. Wow. What do you use on your teeth? 
Beefer. That's your name. <laughs> That's my name. Yeah. That's your name. After your feature. <laughs> just, just handing out B names to everyone within your cone of vision. <laughs> Finally, one last B name. Reach deep and pull out a doozy for David Bailey. Creamy Bailey. Creamy Bailey. Um, drowning. 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 Bee. The bee is drowning in Bailey's, but the sweetness of the liquor gives him the energy to fly away. It's <laughs> lovely. Beautiful. Right, yeah, they do require sugar when they're temporarily um, stunned. Yeah, and he goes back to the hive and dances up a storm because, frankly, he's drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for those bee names, and thank you for helping us make the podcast. If you'd like your own bee name, you know where to go. It's patreon.com forward slash regular features. We'll be back next week with another episode of the Regular Features podcast. Thank you and good night. Don't pretend you won't download it. You will. And if you don't, your podcast aggregator will. And it'll count as a download. Thanks. <laughs> Ian Harney, get in touch. We owe you. Yeah, we owe you Thanks, uh, $1.50. Cheros.